Welcome to You Are Your Business podcast here with Amy Sussex. It's a podcast to chat about you, your life, your business, and everything in between. This is also a space to empower female entrepreneurs to navigate the roller coaster of being in business. You began with a dream, a vision that's been fueled by your passion. But in the world of entrepreneurship, it can be very easy to lose yourself in the whirlwind of your business. From setting boundaries to wearing all the hats, tech guru, marketing, sales, customer service, it can feel overwhelming and sometimes draining. But you didn't start your business to be stressed out 24-7. So through this podcast, I'm here to remind you that you are not alone. So join us as we dive deep into strategies, share stories, inspiration, cultivate community of other like-minded women and individuals who understand the journey firsthand. You are the most important thing in your business, and I'm here to support you through that. Hello, everyone. So I had a realization that I don't think I actually chatted with you and shared with you how I even got started in business in the first place. And considering this podcast is you are your business, I'm like, I'm sure, you know, my listeners would love to know more about how I even got started. So that's what I'm sharing with you today is my journey of how I got started. And so, you know, it's always interesting, the twists and turns life take, and you just, you never can sometimes realize where it's going to take you to, but I honestly never had any intention of becoming an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur, owning my own business. I know I never really knew what I wanted to do. So I know as a child, I was always like, I want to be a teacher. Like I remember playing teacher on like the school bus and like being, I guess, more of like a leader in a sense, but yeah, I just, I never really knew what I wanted to do. And so funny enough, I actually grew up on a flower farm. So my parents were entrepreneurs. My dad had a full-time job, but he also worked on the farm and my mom um, ran her business. So it was a perennial dread flower farm. And so me and my brothers worked on it. I did everything from like planting the flowers, working in the fields, hoeing out the weeds, picking the flowers, drying the flowers, making flower arrangements, working the cash, doing customer service, like a little bit of everything. And, you know, looking back, I learned a lot of skills. I didn't really appreciate it at the time. You know, when I was 10 years old, I could tell you what that flower was, if it needed to grow in the sun or the shade, how tall it would get. Now I couldn't tell you any of those those things whatsoever, but again, it's interesting how that happens and how I grew up that way, but never had any intention of ever being an entrepreneur. So as I got older, I always was a person who worked like two or three jobs. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was like, oh, let's just work. Cause what else am I going to do with my time? And I could get into trouble doing other things, but I'll just work. And I just enjoyed working two to three jobs, like all the time. If you ask anybody, my family, friends, they're always like, you're always working, you're doing this job or that job. And I just, I feel like I was figuring out who I was and what I wanted to do, but I didn't really realize it at the time. And so I feel like I was actually always looking for like the outside world to tell me like, what should I do? Like, what would be a really cool job? Or like, what would be a really good job that I should have? Did you ever have that feeling of like, what should I do? But you didn't actually really ask yourself. You kind of just relied on other people to be like, oh, you should do that. Or, oh, this would be cool. Or, oh, you're good at that. 
isn't it interesting? A lot of times we look externally for the answers when, as we all know, they're actually internally, yes, external factors can like help and support, but at the end of the day, it's really internally getting what we want and what we desire. So funny enough, throughout all of this, working all these different jobs and figuring out what I wanted to do in life, um, I landed a corporate job that had pension benefits you know, living that dream had everything that we're all supposed to be striving for. And like, oh, it was a good job that paid well. And like all of the things. Right. And I was like, yes, I've made it. I've landed. Like I've got this job. This is perfect. Um, until it wasn't <laughs> nine months in to this corporate job. I was so flipping bored. Oh my God. I was so bored. And I knew that this job wasn't a right fit for me but I ignored everything in my body and my soul because I was like, who would give up this job? Like, this is the job that you're supposed to do. Like, why would you want to do anything else? Like you're set for life now with this job. Right. So I ignored everything, my body, everything was telling me. And I was like, I became that good corporate girl that worked her way up the corporate ladder because that's what we do in life. Right. We're supposed to go, go, go work up that corporate ladder which eventually led me to being a supervisor at this corporate job. And, you know, when I became a supervisor there around this time, I started having a lot of anxiety and panic attacks, not really realizing what it was. This was, what was that 2016? So about eight years ago, this was all happening. And I like, I didn't know what the heck was going on. I just knew something was wrong and terribly wrong. And I remember going to the doctor and them saying, and me like describing what was happening. I was like, I think I'm having a stroke. Like my face is falling off. I think I'm having a heart attack. Like what is wrong with me? And I remember the doctor looking at me going, yeah, you're having panic attacks. That's generalized anxiety. And I remember at that time being like, mm -mm, no, that doesn't happen to me. Like I'm a successful corporate woman. I'm a supervisor. Like those things don't happen to me. And I remember feeling so much shame and guilt and embarrassed, not so much guilt or shame and embarrassment that this was happening. And I started taking medication because I was like, my body was in constant fight or flight. Like I'd get the shakes. I remember being in like one meeting with staff before, and I had to like walk out of the meeting. I didn't even know what I was saying. I was having all these weird, almost like out of body experiences, like it was very, very bizarre. And so taking this medication actually made me like super depressed. And I remember laying on the couch. It was one day in February and being like, really, Amy? Like, is this how you're going to spend the rest of your days? Is this how you want to feel? Like, is this, this is what you signed up for. And I remember everything in my body being like, nope, 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 nope. But I also remember around this time when I was at work, I'd be staring at the window a lot of times. And I remember sitting in one board meeting once with like a bunch of other managers, supervisors, directors. I remember looking at the window and I remember hearing them all speaking and thinking like, oh my God, you guys, like we talked about this three years ago. This is so boring. It's like, oh, and we haven't done anything about what we talked about three years ago. Like I can't keep having these same conversations. I'm going insane. And then it kind of just hit me. It's like, oh my God. It was this weirdest realization. I was like, who am I? How did I get here? What am I doing? 
And is this really how I want to spend the next 25 years of my career in life? Seriously? And it was like this crazy, weird experience, but also this feeling of like, shit, I got some stuff to figure out because this is absolutely not what I want to do with my life. I was wishing for five o'clock to come. I was wishing for the weekend. I was counting down to my next vacation. I was counting down to retirement. You know, my weekends were always ruined because I was anxious to go back to work on Monday. Like it was just a whole vicious cycle. And anyone who's worked in a career or done things that don't feel right, you know what that's like to get up and go, oh my God, I got to go do this thing that I don't want to do, but I've chose to do. And at the end of the day, it's a choice. But when you're in that thick of it, you kind of forget that you actually have the ability to choose and do things differently. And so that's what I realized. I was like, nope, I do not want to be taking this medication for the rest of my life. That's feeling like just a shell of a person. I do not want to be working in a job that does not fulfill me. That's like, my body was screaming at me. I didn't want this job after nine months. And I, it was 13 years later. I'm still sitting in this job, worked up the corporate ladder and was like, oh my God, your body's been trying to tell you this for the past 13 freaking years. And it took having these anxiety and panic attacks for you to finally listen and be like, all right, something's got to change. So around this time, I had actually found network marketing before you'd be like, oh God, it's network marketing. Okay. Just hear me out here. So not knocking network marketing you know, there's a time and a place. Anyways, I won't go down that road today, but I found network marketing. I started using essential oils. Um, and I started to use oils for like emotional well-being to support me because I knew that I needed to make some changes as far as like eating, exercising, being more mindful. I didn't know what being mindful was like, I didn't know any of this stuff. And then I started using the essential oils to really like help me with like my emotions and like work through things and mindset and change things. And, but I think what really sparked it for me with the network marketing was it opened up my eyes to like this whole new world. Like people thought differently. They dreamed, oh my God, I didn't even know what dreaming was like, seriously. Like I didn't dream of it. Like, what do you want to do when you grow up? That was the only like thing that I was ever thought about, but it was never like, okay, I want you to like, imagine like, how would this feel or what do you want? And like embodying and dreaming and having fun. And like, I do that now with my, my oldest, but like, I didn't even know how to dream or what to do any of those things. Right. I just knew to work. And I just knew like, you just go, 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 go. And I realized my body was a constant fight or flight because I was just go, 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 go. Like that's what you do. There's no downtime. There's no dreaming. There's no play. There's no fun. Or the fun I was having wasn't in a healthy manner. So anyways, with the network marketing, opened my eyes to a whole new world of dreaming, a whole new world of personal development. I wasn't really good at the whole selling part of it. Um, I really liked using the products and I love the personal development, but as far as like you know, write down a hundred names and reach out to a hundred people. Like, again, it wasn't feeling in alignment and integrity with me, but it did get me to think differently, to feel differently and start to believe differently. And so throughout that time, I started doing a lot of research. Like, what do I like? What do I want to do? What am I good at? Like doing some soul searching because it's like, okay, if I got myself to this situation and I'm in something I don't like, that also means I have a choice to choose and I can do something different. And I'm not stuck here for the rest of my life. So in that meantime, 
I had actually just gone off on maternity leave with my oldest daughter. So I'm on maternity leave, doing some soul searching. At this time, I was also, I was, had been off the medication. Um, but you know, I was like, okay, I'm a new mom. I don't want to go back to a job I don't like. I don't want to be leaving my baby at home or a daycare or wherever, doing something that isn't feeling fulfilled. And I also had this new little tiny person now that opened up my eyes to like, you know what? I don't want her settling in life. So why am I settling? And so I remember she was probably about three months old and I was rocking her in the rocking chair and she was, you know, trying to get her down for a nap. And I had just started reading Gabby Bernstein's The Universe Has Your Back book. And in a section of the book, it talks about signs. And, you know, at this time I'd been kind of toying about like, Okay. I know network marketing's not my thing. Um, but what do I want to do? Like I got nine months left before I got to go back to this corporate job. Right. And I was like, Oh, do I start my own business? I don't know. I don't even know what to do. Like, I know I grew up, but like the stories I was told about, like my mom owning a business, I'll share that for another day if I haven't shared already. And I was like, that was the only thing I kind of knew. And like my grandma, like had like a fun hobby making crafts growing up. That was like my grandma's business. Um, but yeah, I was just very nervous and very scared. And like, who am I to do this? And like, is this really what I want to do? Like, I don't know. It's a lot of commitments, a lot of work. It's a lot of putting yourself out there. So in the part where she talks about the signs, I was like, okay, let's give this a try. So I'm rocking my oldest daughter and I'm like, okay, what's my sign going to be? I'm thinking to myself, okay, like, hmm. Well, I love Keith Urban. I've always been, to, I've been to like three or four of his concerts. I've always thought they were fun. Like, okay, let's give this a try. What's, what's it going to hurt? If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Right. So it's like, okay, Keith Urban will be my sign of, you know, should I start my own business? So I laid my daughter down for a nap. I went back to the rocking chair, sitting down, scrolling through like, Oh, let's open up Facebook, start scrolling. Guess what pops up? Keith Urban. <laughs> like what? No, this is a fluke. There's no way. Like what a coincidence, right? Cause again, like when you're just new to this and you're like testing the waters, I guess you're like, no, this isn't real. This can't be happening. This isn't true. So I was like, okay, let me give this a try. So then later on that day, I went for, after her nap, like we went for a drive and I turned on the radio. Guess what song's on the radio? Keith Urban. So I was like, okay, I'm listening. Like two signs within, you know, a couple hours of this. I was like, something is really, okay, I'm here, I'm listening. So I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? What do I want to do? So the rest of my maternity leave, the next nine months, I spent taking certifications on, aromatherapy, reflexology, learning business, making products, doing anything and everything I could while my daughter napped and went to bed. Oh, in the meantime, I also, my husband didn't work at home at that time. He was traveling for work. So I was basically on mat leave, caring for an infant, trying to learn certifications and start a business. Whirlwind, right? <laughs> so I started my wellness business in September of 2018, which was making wellness products um, like rollerballs, lotions, lip balms. Um, oh, what else did I make at that time? I don't even remember, but yeah, I was making like so many different products and I was having fun. It was fun creating the different products, creating different things. Um, 
And then, yeah, I started to offer services with aromatherapy, relaxation, massage, reflexology. And just, I remember being so nervous, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try. I've got nothing to lose. Why not just try? So started 2018. Um, then I had to go back after my, so I started like right at the end of my maternity leave and then went back um, to my corporate job. And so I remember going back to my corporate job saying to the manager at the time, Hey, just so you know, like, I appreciate you guys. I know you're wanting me to like further develop down the road here. And you're looking at me as like, you've put me in the manager role a couple of times. Like just want you to know, um, I'm here for a good time. Not a long time. So <laughs> I remember being so scared and so nervous. And I was like, you know, I actually have plans to leave. Um, and I remember they were like, okay, okay, cool. But I didn't actually know when I was going to leave or like what I was going to, you know, like I didn't really have a plan, but I just, I was going based on my gut, which, you know, was good in hindsight, but in, in other words, like I probably should have more of a plan in place, but anyways, so I, so I remember sitting at my desk and, you know, staring at the computer screen going, okay, Amy, like, you know what the next 10 years of your life is going to look like here. You've been doing the same thing for the past 13 years. So I can sit here for another 10 years and wonder what if, what could have been, how could life be different? How could I be helping people in a different way? Like, how could I be using my skills differently? How could like I change my life and it be differently? Or I can stay where I'm at. So everyone thought I was crazy and nuts. But I knew my heart and soul, I was meant for more. And I kept just going based off of that. I know I meant for more. So I've had my wellness business now full time for five years. I left my corporate job in 2019. And then COVID hit. <laughs> That's a story for another day. But I just kept going based on like, I know I meant for more. I know I meant for more. And I kept going Based on that, listening to my gut, listening to myself, knowing within my being I've done, I can always go back. I can always go back to that because I know what that life is like. I know what that version of me is like, but why not take a chance and see what what's possible, what could be? And I remember people being like, but you have a good life. You have a good job. And I remember thinking, yeah, it's good, but it's not great. I want great. Why can't I have great? Why am I settling for good when I can have great? So one thing I've realized, I'll get into another day um, about my executive wellness business story. But one thing I've realized is between both the businesses that I have, it's a combination of what I've learned in so many jobs that I've worked, the experiences that I've had. And I felt like they've all been stepping stones that have led me to the next thing. It's a lot of like masculine strategy mixed with feminine and flow. So as much as I didn't set out to be an entrepreneur, when I look back on my path and decisions I've made, it, <laughs> it makes sense why I'm here today doing what I'm doing and sharing this story with you. I was in a burnout corporate career. I didn't like who I was. I was a very gossipy person. I felt out of integrity. I didn't like the person I was, and I knew I had so much more potential. So it only makes sense why I started having these panic attacks because I was so out of touch with my body, my mind, my emotions. And just knowing that you're meant for more. 
So why am I sharing this story with you today? Well, one, it hopes that it inspires you with your own story and journey to reflect on how far you have come. Two, for you to know that your story is actually out there inspiring other people to make positive changes in their life. The amount of people that have came up to me and said, oh my gosh, like, because of you, I want to do this. Or because of you, I felt I could do this. Or because of you, I'm now doing this. Like, you don't realize the impact, the amount of people that are out there cheering you on. People aren't always vocal, but there's people always watching, cheering you on and supporting you and you're inspiring other people. And for any moms out there, you're inspiring your kids. And then three, the fact is that you have gifts and you are actually one of the few people that are taking action and you started a business. That takes courage, that takes grit, and that takes always moving, growing, learning, evolving. Because being in business, it's like you're on display all the time. And that's okay, because we're the leaders of the world. So continue to follow your gut. Continue to take that action. Because you're inspiring yourself and you're inspiring others. So if my story resonated with you today, I'd love to hear from you and your story. I even love to have you on the podcast to share. I love having people on to share their story. And I think it's such, we've all got amazing stories and journeys and why not share that with the world? It's meant to be told. It's meant to be heard. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of You Are Your Business Podcast with Amy Christina. My goal is to help you shift and create alignment, energy, and mindset that will help you reshape your reality in ways you never thought possible. You are the most important thing in your business. If you love this episode, it would mean so much for me for you to share this with your audience or someone else you feel would benefit from this conversation. Please leave a review as it helps more people find us. Tell us what you think your biggest takeaway was, or what do you want to hear more of so we can continue to support you on your journey. Until next time, remember, you are worthy of feeling good in your life and your business, and you can create that version of success.